Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? Hello, Abigail. Abigail, yo, what's up? Hey, it's Abigail on the A Big Well podcast. I'm trying to, I've just been beating all day. No, but for real, y'all, I made some great progress today on learning guitar. I was literally playing a song, like just some standard. I switched between four chords that sounded really, really good. And it sounds like every pop song. So Will has explained this to me and now I can kind of hear it. Now that I can play a little bit. Every pop song pretty much strums about the same chords. It's pretty generic, pretty standard, and there's nothing really special. I guess pop is like more about the lyrics than it is the music underneath. But every, I swear, I was playing these four chords and I heard every Taylor Taylor Swift song I've ever listened to. So I feel like over the next week, I may really be able to play a Taylor Swift song or any song because it's all pretty similar. You just got to know the rhythm of when to strum. But right now I'm feeling pretty advanced. Today, my brother, so my brother, I have a brother, his name is Jarrett. And he is going to be 21 this summer. And he bought a guitar. So we went to town today and he was like, I really want a guitar. And I remember whenever he was younger, he wanted to play drums. And I think he tried to take lessons and it just like didn't work out. Something was wrong. Today he said that the AC was broken and it was just like miserable to go take lessons. So I know that he's, I remember whenever we were younger that he wanted to be involved in music. It was just like the opportunity wasn't really there, but now it is because he went and bought a guitar and we played around for like an hour and I can't wait for me, him and my boyfriend to play this weekend because we're all going to be home and we can all just play together because we have an electric guitar, an acoustic guitar, and now Jarrett has an acoustic And while I was at the guitar store with him, and my boyfriend came with us too, but while I was there, I was testing out acoustic guitars, and there's travel-size guitars, and I was like, wow, this would be so nice, because whenever I play on wheels, it's really big, and it's cool, but I mean, I would like my own eventually, but I don't know what color I want. I've been looking online on Sweetwater.com, and there's some really cute guitars. Maybe I should gatekeep that website, because I don't want anyone to get the same guitar as me. But eventually, maybe I'll get, like, something custom and cutie. But there are, like, some good variety of guitars online. So, I'm going to be looking for that because I really do want my own. And you're like, Abigail, why would you travel with two two acoustic guitars? Well, whenever you have room for it and that's your hobby, I guess you can do that. I guess it does sound silly. We do want a bass guitar, but I want my own thing. And I think an acoustic would be good. Like I want my own acoustic guitar because then we can both play acoustic and that's like a whole nother vibe. So I don't know. We're going to have to figure something out about storage in this van with all of our toys. And well, we're figuring it out. It'll be fine. As we grow, like we are getting so deep into music and handstands Will's doing handstands with me today he held it for two seconds and that is really long time for somebody who's like never had a history of gymnastics or cheerleading or anything like that actually well he's done yoga in the past pretty heavily and consistently 
but I don't know about handstands, but he pushes up from his head to his hands and then he held a handstand. So it's really cool. We've been, we'll get bored and then we'll just start teaching each other our skills, which has been so fun. Like sometimes, you know, like in relationships, long-term relationships, you're like, okay, how do we make this exciting? Let's get exciting. And then, well, you don't intentionally like try to make things exciting. It just kind of happens, I guess. And today was just like, wow, this is so fun. I love you. (laughs) We've just been chilling at the house and had some not boring days. You know, you just like hang out, you play guitar, you record some podcasts, you record, you read, you make videos, whatever. And then like, it's cool to come together and then share what you've learned. And it's so exciting because it's like, I'm teaching my boyfriend my skill and he's teaching me his. And the more that I learn on guitar, the easier it becomes to learn on guitar. So I feel like I'm learning faster because I'm practicing more. And I swear, I I really couldn't have learned as fast as I am without him because I would not be the type to be like YouTube in this shit. Like, and whenever he talks to me, he's like, press the A chord, press the C chord or C string or whatever, like, or I don't know the term. See, this is what I'm getting to. I don't know, like, terminology. Like, whenever it comes came to testing in school, I couldn't know terminology. But, like, I can play it. You know, I could play whatever he had just showed me. But if he says, put your hands on the something cord, I'm like, I don't know where that is. Like, I'm baby. I got no thoughts in my brain. But at one point earlier, I swear we played guitar together all day today. My fingers are so sore. But at the beginning of our practice today, probably 10 minutes into it, I was like getting frustrated and I said something sassy and he was like, oh, (laughs) why'd you say that? And I was like, I don't know. I'm sorry. And then we just carried on. And then like five minutes later, I got really good. But the sass comes out because it's so aggravating and frustrating whenever your fingers don't go where you want them to go. It's like playing guitar learning to play an instrument is not for the weak-minded and that's why what what I do is I pick up the guitar for like five minutes or however long my intention whenever I pick it up I'm like I'm just gonna play it for a couple seconds and then I'll set it down but I pick it up like I think I picked it up probably 20 times today 20 or 30 times it played like for five to ten minutes each time and I swear that's building my skill with this I don't know whenever I'm going to be able to play a song. Will swears I'll be able to play in two days. So we'll see. I'll give you guys an update. I'm recording the night before right now that I post or I think that I'm going to post. So maybe tomorrow I'll like show you guys a little sample of what I've learned because I haven't, I don't have the guitar out in the van with me right now. But what have I done this week? So yesterday... I think it was yesterday, I stayed with my mom, went to my house that I grew up with, and stayed there, we hung out at the pool the next day, I went and saw Top Gun, which I, I'm not a war person, like, I don't care to learn about it, or, I mean, I guess history is cool, and just, like, to know kind of how we've arrived to where we are whenever it comes to countries, and peace, and war, and who we're friends with, and who we're not friends with. But, like, watching movies about fighting and bombs and stuff, 
I don't really love that. But the thing about Top Gun is it's not like constantly fighting. It's more about the actors. And, oh, Top Gun. I was thinking, okay, people are like, wow, this movie is just as good as the last one. But isn't it because it's like the same exact movie? Just like different characters. I mean, they go on a mission. Is that every sequel, like sequel of movies? It's like the same but just different actors and like a slightly different plot, but not even really that different because like it has to make sense and connect to the first one. I mean more, uh, maybe I'm just shitting on this movie. Like there's this girl on my for you page. Every time she comes on my for you page, I know she's going to like, if there's an opinion that the masses agree on, she's going to find some way to get, to have an opposite opinion of that. I don't know if she does it on purpose. Like, she may just be a genius. But she does the opposite opinion and then gets you on her side. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. But, oh, I feel like I feel like I'm going against the masses whenever it comes to Top Gun. I'm just, like, not wowed by him. I'm just like, wow, another movie. It was pretty much, like, the same, the first one. But, I mean, it was, it was decent. You can tell they put a lot of money and a lot of time into it. I wonder how they get the plane to look so real when they're flying through those, what is it, mountains? What were they flying through at such a low, uh, low height? They were like, could only be 150 feet off the ground and couldn't go higher than that. Uh, if I had, to, okay, so the cutest one to me, I mean, I just don't think Miles Teller is cute. And I would say Tom Cruise is cute, but I don't mean like. He looks like every other bitch, you know. I don't know. Whenever I watch movies these days, like, ever since I started realizing that I hate watching movies because, I mean, some movies are cool, but if it's just like a soap, some drama, I'm like, I got enough drama in my life. I don't need this to stress me out because I take on the role of the movie and I'm like totally into it. I become a character for some reason. And I don't like that. Like, I, the drama, the real drama, the real play is right freaking in front of me. So, I've just, whenever it comes to Hulu and Netflix, we constantly go back and forth between having it and not having it. Because if I, we'll download it to watch a show, like a specific show, and then we'll delete it because it's like, what am I doing? I'm just watching this thing in melting my brain away melting or I guess like movies and shows feel like a huge distraction from being productive I feel like movies I mean whatever the context you know it feels like they play with my emotions because you have to relate like we love to relate to something and so if you're like watching a movie I'm not talking about Top Gun I really couldn't relate to anything in that but what if you're watching a movie and, like, you don't realize you're being triggered? But yesterday, I just haven't had anxiety in a couple of days and I haven't really been stressed out. And then I noticed while the movie was playing that I started getting really anxious, you know, fast heartbeat. There's all this crazy stuff going on. And then there's, like death and people who love each other and all these crazy things and it just feels as real as 
my current, my real life, you know, because we are humans. We relate to this in some capacity. We try to, even if it doesn't directly correlate to our lives, it's like hard not to compare because everything is just relative. My voice is getting so weird. Um, I can't wait to be in a legal state. I'm so fucking fed up with this shit. I just want to like, okay, so today I did everything under the fucking moon. I played guitar all day. I worked in the yard. I picked up pine cones and sticks. What else did I do? I don't know. I was on my laptop. I was looking at Google. I was planning a podcast. I was I feel like I did so much more today, which I was in the sun. Oh, and then we went and got that guitar. And I've just played so much. I feel like focusing on guitar really took it out of me today. But I just worked so hard. I felt so accomplished. And it was about 9 o'clock. And I was like, oh my gosh, what I would do to just hit the bong and go to bed. But I can't do that here. And it's so frustrating because it's not bad. Like, why can't I just... I, I literally cried. I cried. And I don't usually cry. Like, not not too crackheaded energy. Like, sometimes I'm like, damn, I wish I had a blunt. Or something. <sighs> yep. And that was one of those times tonight. Because I, oh, yeah, showered twice today. Like, I just felt like a busy bee. And I was just ready to take the edge off a little bit. Because it was just a good productive day. And I was like, dang, not going to happen. But sure can dream. And then I did some handstands. Will did some handstands. He was playing guitar at this point at like 9 o'clock in his room. And, oh, by the way, whenever we come back, we like hang out with his parent. His parents are older. So we stay with them. I stay in the van because religion, they don't like not married people to like sleep together which is completely understandable no shade just like explaining it to you guys what the situation is so it was nine o'clock and he was in his room playing guitar and I just got a shower doing handstands and then you know like whenever boredom hits you and you're like miserable you know you're like aware highly aware that time exists (laughs) you're like how fucking slow could this day go by? And given though, the good thing was 9 o'clock, I thought it was still daytime out t- outside. So whenever I found out it was 9 o'clock, I was like, oh, I'm about to go to bed and do it all over again. But I thought it was like 5. So before I fell and found out it was 9 o'clock, I like went into the room where Will was playing guitar. And at this point, he was actually laying face down on the floor. No, he was on his phone. And then, I don't, I was, I don't know. Anyways, this literally doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I went in there and I was like, I'm so bored, I want to die. And he was like, okay, well, let's cuddle and maybe you don't want to die. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds really good. That sounds nice. So I cuddled on the floor. And then I started crying because I was like, all I want to do right now is hit the bong and play on Procreate. Because I do this thing where... I'll take a picture of the ceiling, which is like, I don't know if y'all have the ceiling in your house that has like super weird designs on it. It's not on purpose. It's just like goop up there. And it's like 
strong all around. I have an Abigail Edits 1234 Instagram page and I've posted some of my drawings on there that'll show you what I'm talking about. But I take a picture of the ceiling and then I just kind of look at it and try to find something to draw. Like find something out of the picture of the ceiling. Like do you know what a raw shark block is? Raw shark block. If you tried to get into gifted, they give you like a random shape or therapy gives you a random shape and they're like, guess what it is? Well, I just like do that with whatever's around me and I just start drawing in whatever I see into that, like whatever that is, you know, for me, it was the ceiling today. So I started draw, or I ended up doing that anyways without getting high. But I really wanted to do it high because my drawings are so much better. And I see so much cooler shit whenever I do that. But it'll be good. You know, I'll build my tolerance back up. And whenever I finally get to smoke again, it'll be fun and fresh. And it'll be good because I think, like, the last time I was really, like, had a tolerance break was probably a year ago. And I'm talking about a long tolerance break. Like, I'm, I've been going... I'm about to round like a week and that sounds crazy because it's like what do you mean (laughs) but whenever I'm describing a tolerance break that means that you probably smoke pretty often pretty daily or weekly because in order to need a tolerance break you have to have built a pretty high tolerance so anyways if you are a Christian why do I always say this if you are just not against this stuff. I don't know why you're here. And I really wish you would leave. Because it makes me uncomfortable thinking about people listening to the podcast that hates this kind of stuff. So, it's not that I'm hateful and wish that you would leave. It just, like, I hope that it's not making you angry. <laughs> or I hope that I'm not getting misunderstood. Oh, speaking of being misunderstood, I saw this Instagram post. Let me find it. It was basically saying... Like, I'm at the point where people misunderstand me, but I don't give a fuck to, like, be misunderstood, or to be understood. I'm at the point where people misunderstand me all the time, but I do not give a fuck if I'm misunderstood. Okay, so maybe that'll be a TikTok sound or something. My head itches, I don't even know. I I don't mean, like, y'all are going to record this and put it on TikTok. I'm talking about, like, sometimes I hear my podcast and I'm like, maybe I'll use this as the background of a TikTok. Y'all can do it if you want to. That would be so cool if you ever hear something and you're like, oh, that would be good on a vibey, vibey video. I'm eventually going to start cutting these things up and using them as, like, the background of my videos. I did not take a melatonin. I don't know why I'm so tired. Oh, I do know why. I literally just ranted for 19 minutes about why I'm so tired. So, that's why. But at least I'll go to sleep, which is cool. Then we're going to wake up early and do it all over again. I'm so excited to play guitar tomorrow. My fingers are seriously so sore. I had to stop playing because they were so sore. And whenever Will looks at me, like, I'm so focused. And then whenever I look up and he's looking at me while I'm playing guitar, smiling... I'm pretty, like, that waterfall feeling I had the other day whenever I was standing under the waterfall, that's the same feeling. That is the exact same feeling. I love it because I just feel like, wow, I'm in love. (laughs) 
and he's in love with me back. Like, finally, finally, for the first time in my life. Well, the thing is about boys and me is I'm definitely the person that loves really hard and for no, like, for good reason, but also some people didn't deserve it in the past. Now I'm very guarded, and for maybe the past two or three years, I've been very guarded about who I want in my, or, yeah, who I want in my life, and, or who I really value their opinions and stuff, but, um, I don't know, it's funny to look back and think, wow, I thought I was in love, but, wow, this is something special. Today, I posted on my Instagram story something really confusing to some people, but I, like, it just, some things just make sense in my head. So this is what I said. I said, I love you so much. I feel no pressure to hold your hand. And I said, does that make sense? And someone slid up and was like, no, but I wanted to explain it because I just feel like, or I'm going to try to explain it. Like maybe in the past, like holding hands or even sex or whatever, like, have you ever felt like it was just a performance and like. Maybe not just a performance. And I'm not saying this is valid for everyone and every experience I've ever had. But just in comparison to being with somebody that just is true to me. And loyal and honest about who they are. It's a completely different type of relationship. Different type of bond. You know. So whenever I say like I don't feel pressure to hold your hand. I don't feel like that's going to show you anymore how deeply and utterly obsessed and factuated I am with you because it's so much more than that. Like it's like this underlying truth, love, meaning, whatever. But of course I love to hold my man's hand. I literally want to get inside of his body all the time and I want to kiss his nose bridge and I want to suck his eyes out like I say. And I want to kiss all over those cheeks, like smush my lips into them because it feels good and it feels right. But I know that if we couldn't hold hands for the rest of our lives, that wouldn't affect my love for him. Like it's that deep. It feels that connected. I don't know. Does that, I guess it's like how, I mean, <laughs> this is not the same thing, but you know how people stay together. Like I, I guess like you can get hurt and not have sex, like, be able to have sex, like, say your penis gets shafted away after a shark bites it off, and then your wife sticks it out with you, like, that's what I mean, (laughs) like, she loves him, she doesn't need to have sex with him to love him, although it's great, and it's awesome, that's not the point, like, I love you deeper than that, that's what I mean, And four people liked the story. So I think it, like, I got my point across. But I wanted to further explain it. Because it's just, like, the biggest difference in any, compared to any type of relationship I've been in. Ah, look at Abigail. She's, I'm getting so old. I'm 23. And today I read some journals from whenever I was through from the second grade through the eighth grade. I hadn't read these things since I wrote them. And girl was smart she was smart 
So I was on my For You page and there was this guy that comes on my For You page and he just starts telling this really traumatic story about how he found his friend, OD'd. But the thing is, is this friend passed away. Not from this OD story that he's talking about. I don't know. He Like, why did you tell this story? And I didn't see anywhere else, like, this the, per, the cause of death for this person anywhere posted. So, I was just like, why is this random person who then goes to say, like, I didn't even really keep up with him or we weren't that close anymore. Why is he telling this story about this person's life? I don't know. It's just like, what is your point? And it had, like, two million likes on it. Why are you telling this? It's so traumatic and, like, not your story to tell. And it's not even, like, the current event. I don't understand people. I don't know. Is that not weird to you or to anyone listening? You have to let me know. I just, like, if I die and I've told you, like, something that is personal, don't get on the internet telling everybody, please, God, like, oh my gosh, or any of my business, and also, if I die soon, which I'm not planning on dying, so if I die, it's not, I've been kidnapped, or I've been just against my will died, unless I get, like, sick, but anyways, I want to be cremated, I don't want a very expensive funeral I, I want a ceremony where everyone just like dances and celebrates and you know maybe takes a few mushrooms and I would love if I were to die before my mom and dad I my only wish is that they try like the smallest dose of cannabis ever like the smallest bit like do not make them go crazy only give them a little bit so they can just like see And I think it would do very, not that I'm going to die. I really hope I live forever. I mean, for like until I'm 70, 80, like if I'm healthy, 80. But if I'm not healthy for some reason, like say I have like no legs, kill me then. I mean, (laughs) that's a little extreme. I have hiccups. But yeah, I used to not really have an opinion. I just thought, let me just be buried in a casket just because that's what everyone else does. But honestly, y'all, if I'm in a casket, I'm going to be mad and I'm going to come back and haunt you. So don't do that. I won't haunt you. I'm just kidding. But it's just like so much money that's, I just think it's kind of wasteful. And I would like my ashes to be spread somewhere. I'll make a decision on where later because I haven't been enough places to really know where I would like my ashes to be spread. But I'll get back to you guys on that one. Actually, money for the funeral is like the least of the worries because everyone does that shit no matter how much money you don't have or do have. The problem is like how wasteful it is on land. Like, everyone's going to die. Not everyone gets a special spot on this earth that gets to sit. Like, at one point, these caskets are going to get in the fucking way. I don't know what that looks like. But, I mean, we can't just keep burying people in huge, gigantic wood capsules, okay? it's That just seems so wasteful. What are we preserving? There's no more life in the box. We've continued on. The only thing being preserved is, like, the people on earth's 
memory of them and it's not like you're not even preserving memory you're just like weirdly shoving six fuck like thousands of pounds or maybe it's hundreds of pounds most times of casket into a ground with a body who has no awareness of like that it's so dumb that's dumb okay who how did caskets evolve where did we come up with that idea it's probably because of religion because we think that we're our bodies and that well like i remember whenever i was a christian saying like or not saying but just assuming that I would look how I do in heaven because one of the questions I would always ask is like are we going to recognize our family members and friends and then we like everyone would say yes but how the fuck is that true if our body's here and like you're just a soul up there and then people will be like it's true because it's heaven okay well that's the end of that conversation because that's just not good enough for me it's not like uh can we please talk about logic can we just be logical about some of these things speaking of being logical you know how like in georgia it's proper etiquette to cut your grass all the time okay so whenever you do that say you cut your grass every two weeks you are killing the ecosystem. What does that mean? So you cut those, you cut the little grass hairs down. Say they grow up like five to six inches, or we'll say seven to eight inches. You cut them down to four to five inches. All those little bugs that were using those little grass hairs as homes, because think, think grass, don't think of grass as like big grass yard think of grass as individual grass pieces where other families of bugs critters little insects live in these things and then these little bugs and critters scatter slash die immediately when you run over them with your scary motor lawn cutter thing like you don't like it whenever the lawnmower would roll over your foot because it would cut your foot off yeah that's what you guys do every time you mow your grass every fucking two weeks like it's like do or die like jesus christ himself is gonna come down and strike you in the forehead if you don't cut that fucking grass like as soon as the sun's shining again the mowers are out and the whole place smells like gasoline like god forbid if it grows up for more than three weeks you're gonna have your next door neighbor telling you some like (laughs) bullshit about how you you need to take care of your grass because you're embarrassing the rest of the community this is for real like if you're like what are you talking about i'm not kidding this is real life but these poor bugs no wonder we have no like ecosystem we keep cutting it down no wonder we have no bugs no wonder we have no like life around because there's nothing like we're not providing any safe places for any of these bugs there's no butterflies around here. Let me know the next time you see a butterfly somewhere. You may see one. We see one like every blue moon, but it's just passing through because it ain't fucking staying here. It's like that hotel. It's like they get to the hotel. You think it's good, but then once you start living in it, like this is like whenever the lawnmower turns on, the hot water don't work. And then your faucet like fucking falls apart. Then like the door doesn't lock. And then you look on your pillow and there's like weird yellow stains and it's just like these poor bugs and then 
we wonder why we have mosquitoes and it's because there's nothing to fucking eat them this is logic like the what do people do the most in the south what do they complain about the most in the south mosquitoes what do they do every two weeks every saturday morning they cut their grass and they kill all the bugs that would kill the mosquitoes and those bugs don't even bother them they're just like trying to live and help us but we kill them and you know that story in the bible like about the locusts i think like locusts swarmed the earth and we tell that story and we're like god sent down locusts because the people were like doing some fuck shit or something probably something along those lines i should probably read that before i like put this on a podcast because i really don't know the story about the locusts but i mean if you've heard one story you've heard them all and he sends the locusts and we just write it off as like yeah well we did something bad and then we got this locust no bitch we were not treating our ecosystem and catering to the eco ecosystem this is this just seems so logical and like a few years ago i would have not thought thought this deep because i wasn't really quotation marks allowed to think this deep because the bible tells you not to question it really anything but then again it tells you to question everything and it says come to god with questions but don't be too curious like what the what does that mean so hypocritical the thinking is so hypocritical because once you start questioning things it's like oh you think that you're bigger than god you think that you know more no i'm just trying to understand why this god acts the way that he does if he's god you know like someone had to create evil no people created evil what do you mean if god created evil then i mean if god created people and then free will then who's the mastermind of evil and if he if you say it's not it's not god it can't be god you're getting gaslit by god because he's just running you in circles that's what i feel like i'm not talking to anyone specifically i'm just like rambling wow i didn't think i'd get here tonight but here we are i'm on day seven of my tolerance break and it's been magical um I'm super excited to not be on a tolerance break anymore, but I feel really clear in my thoughts. I feel pretty clear-headed, and not that I don't whenever I'm high, but it's definitely different. Like, I'm not as creative, for sure, whenever I'm not not high, but I feel like it's what the difference is is it's easy for me to sit right here and ramble on for, like, two minutes in a row without cutting in and out of like the podcast because whenever I smoke a little bit before the podcast I'm like pause stop pause stop because I'm like kind of going in and out of focus of what I'm talking about and it's getting super off topic sometimes but yeah day seven yesterday I started a fight with my boyfriend um because I'm super irritable sometimes um and it was over I made cowboy caviar and he hasn't had an appetite, so of course I wanted to force him to eat, but he just wasn't hungry, and he didn't want to eat the cowboy caviar, and I took that really personally, so I started a fight, and then that happened, which was like super duper not fun, because I'm in the, we're like, this is exactly who I want to date, and like exactly the type of person that I want to be. So 
the thing is, is if I'm on some fuck shit or if he's on some fuck shit, whenever it's like, we aren't actually arguing about anything that's like, um, crucial to our relationship and this isn't a serious matter. Like you're just being a bitch, basically (laughs) talking to myself. Um, he, like, we just don't really give energy back to each other if that's the case. And this doesn't happen but once in a blue moon do I get an attitude and once in a blue moon does he catch an attitude. But especially while you're just trying to navigate um, tolerance break after you haven't had one for a while. But it's been really nice. I know that whenever we smoke again, it's going to be cool because, you know, I'll have no tolerance or like a lower one so I'm excited but um yeah gotten a little kitty cat fight not really a fight because like I said it was just like one-sided pretty much um whenever we're on fuck shit we just try not to like bounce each other's energy crazy because obviously we're not functioning on the same wavelength so I'm just gonna go in my room You'll go in your room, and we'll just chill out for a few minutes until we, like, can revive again. (laughs) But really, I just, like, ate my caviar, and I thought... I just sat there at the table thinking, okay, I had an expectation that I wanted him to, like, eat this and love it. And that's cool to have that expectation, too. But also, I remember being gifted presents that I didn't want, and it's not like they were bad presents, but say I didn't play with them, or I didn't like them, or I didn't wear them. I was made to feel very bad about that, even though it's like, I didn't ask for that. I didn't ask for that. I had no intention of ever wanting that. You put that on me, and then you, like, me setting expectations whenever somebody else, like... I'm not saying don't have expectations. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying in instances where things are like gifts, I don't know. Y'all might, some people might think this is nuts because I know that this is so opposite from like how I used to feel because I'll write like the total opposite of what I'm saying right now down in a journal because I'm just like crazy. Cause like, I remember just being taught to always be grateful no matter what and always show respect and always or of course show respect but always show just like gratitude for things and I'm not saying don't do that like there's always a time and a place but then also like you're not obligated to feel any type of way or make anybody else feel comfortable just because you know I hope somebody doesn't think I'm nuts But yeah, um, we're super excited to start traveling again. He's got another job this week and oh, I gardened today, but I'm going to stay back because he's only going to be gone for a couple days and I'm going to stay back at the house at the van with my boyfriend's mom and stay with her because he's going on the work trip with his dad. So it'll be the girl's at the house and it'll be the boys at the job um but I'm pretty sure that she's gonna be working for the days that they're gone so I'm gonna be chilling at the house pretty much by myself which I'm pretty pumped for and then she'll come back we'll probably like make lunch and desserts together at some point
I've learned a lot from living, basically living with my boyfriend's parents. Um, well, living in their backyard in my van. In our van. Our van. <laughs> but, like, they think 100% different than I do. 100% different than Will does. Just like my parents. They're pretty similar to my parents. Um, but it's teaching me a lot because I don't really know a whole lot about them. I know as much as I can know about them from living here for about a year and a half, but it's allowing me to learn how to love people differently than me, like who are different than me and love them well and love them like with no regards to like how they think and not, and then also like stand strong in who I am regardless of like what anyone says or regardless of any triggers and triggers I just mean like in normal conversations there's always things that I like am totally opposite of and just to sit there and just not absorb it but just observe what's going on and not let it affect who you are in that moment because it's so easy to get triggered by stuff but I'm not saying that his parents trigger me that's not what I'm saying but learning that you can coexist with people who are opposite of you, which is going to help me in the long run with friends, with family, with my own relationships, with my parents. Like, everything's taking time, but it's, it's, it's happening. And I'm super grateful for where I'm at right now because I feel pretty satisfied with my relationships. There's a lot of work to be done. It's not through yet, but I feel like I'm getting somewhere and... It's really because I can kind of explain what's going on in my mind now. And I feel like I'm kind of coming out of this silent air. I just wanted to be silent for so long just because I didn't have anything to say. I didn't really feel like I related to anybody about anything. But I still don't really. I found a few people that I've like clicked with and obviously have way more in common with. But... I'm, like, feeling more comfortable in my own groove and finding my own, like, style in social media, in clothing, in conversation. I remember always Googling in high school, how to have conversations with people. Like, how do you just be normal? Like, what do you talk about? How do, like, my two, I have two really close friends from high school who have always just been amazing at, talking to people and making people feel good and I don't know what I was like but I just know that I struggled to feel normal and a part of like the group there were some friends I did feel good around but there were like the the society the society of your school like you know how we talk about society like if you think about society there's like a certain image you think of, a certain type of persons, a groups, maybe cultures, I don't know, like a mix of emotions come stem from society. And I can think of this one group of boys and a few girls that represented the society of my high school. And it didn't represent everybody. Like society, the definition doesn't represent everybody. I don't think right? That's how I feel. Like, society, I feel like those are the cool guys. Even though 
I'm probably sounding like a dumbass. Let me, society definition. That's what I'm Googling right now. The aggregate of people living together in a more or less ordered community, an organization or club formed for a particular purpose or, yeah. So I'm going to go with definition number two, an organization or an organization or club formed for a particular purpose. So it felt like a club, like there's this club. And I felt like I was friends with some of them. Sometimes it depended on like which two or three I was around, but not all of them. It was, I don't know. I hope my memories are right. You know? (laughs) So, I don't know, man. Because I remember, like, I vividly remember feeling this way. But I'll look back on pictures and I'm like, but Abigail, you looked so happy. I'll gaslight myself into not into thinking that I don't feel the way that I do sometimes, right? About the past. That's why I don't like to think about the past so much because I can't ever get it right. Sometimes I, I mean, I can get it right. I pull up receipts fast as fuck. But sometimes about myself and especially a long time ago, I just try to refrain from thinking because I'm not sure what's going on there. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to clean, um, something. I'm going to clean. I'm getting paid to do so. But it's only going to be two hours, and I'm waking up at seven to go. So, it's a Saturday. It'll be fun. And then I'll come back and play guitar. I'm learning. Why you gotta, wait. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? That song, I'm almost, I've almost got it on electric, um, guitar. I've almost got it. I was teaching myself. And this will be the first song that I've learned. Okay. Happy Saturday. Um, thank you so much for streaming A Big Well. I cannot believe that. So, I'm gonna give you an update on my stats. I haven't been posting. So, uh, I've had, I don't know if I told you guys like a long time ago, I was having 600 week, weekly listeners. And since I haven't been posting, I've posted two podcasts in the past two weeks, I believe. Um, I've had 200 weekly listeners, which is phenomenal. Like it's seriously so good, um, compared to just like how much I've been posting, but it's because of all the hard work I did in season one, but I'm super excited to just continue. So, thank you for streaming. Um, Always DM me with questions, comments, concerns. Follow Instagram, A underscore underscore big underscore underscore whale. And y'all, if you ever see my TikToks, please like hype it up and drive up the engagement. Please, I swear, I feel like I'm fighting a river current on, or like, the worst ocean waves ever trying to get out to the surf because I have so many bots following me on there why are they doing this to me but anyways you guys don't care about that I love you so much have a great day touch grass and kick ass bye